0: Today, really an encouragement to settle into the, the dimension of sitting, the, the practice of uh, sitting meditation. Always with the understanding that if there is another posture that feels more supportive for you at this time, that that is more conducive to uh, wakefulness or to ease in the body, then you're welcome to choose that. So it may be that if, if in your time zone, this is after lunch, you can feel that actually uh, there's a, a real chance I could just drop off into sleeping if I I'm sitting, and you may, in that case, like to do this as a period of standing meditation. And uh, there's always the that option partway through the the uh, sitting. If you feel like, oh, the mind's just too drowsy to stay awake while sitting, okay, I'm mindfully going to move into standing. If there is discomfort in the body or you can sense that actually what would really support a quality of mindful presence is to lie down then really honoring that as a choice and one of the four postures that the Buddha taught for practice And if you are lying down, you might like just to do something with your hands and arms that helps to support a sense of wakefulness so that we really have a a noticeable difference between sitting meditation and siesta. Uh, And so you might like maybe to, if you're lying down, have your elbows on the ground and your hands in the air. Some other posture with the hands that actually just supports a sense of wakefulness because it is this um, deepening into both restfulness and wakefulness that is the path of mindful practice. And if you are sitting, you might like really just to check in with those two orientations in your posture. So, what way of sitting can really support restfulness? So, comfort, the basic principle of hips, above knees. So if your knees are somehow in the air, or uh, if you're sitting on a chair, and your, your legs are quite long, you may want to put a cushion or two underneath the sit bones. Or if you're sitting on a cushion on the floor, and you've got a knee that's floating in the air somehow. Why not put a cushion or a blanket underneath that to support that? Why not maybe raise up the sit bones so that the knees can drop a bit? And that's uh, something to experiment with if you don't have an established sitting posture. And later this afternoon, Matt will offer a a kind of clinic for posture if anyone has particular questions so you're welcome to explore posture with him but yeah hips above knees or hips a little raised above knees restful grounding, really steady in the contact with the floor and whatever you're sitting on, just as best you can, restful and wakeful. So the spine long and upright to the extent that that's possible with your particular bodily condition. The sense of the head balanced on top of the spine. a choice in this cultivation of wakefulness, whether to keep the eyes softly open or to have them closed. So, gently playing with these two primary orientations of embodied practice, restfulness and wakefulness. Maybe using them to kind of tune the quality of embodied presence as you sit here now. Maybe you can sense, ah, could allow this body to rest a bit more, cultivate this ease that Jaya spoke about earlier. Or maybe you sense, oh, the fog rolls in and the mind gets dull and the head begins to fold forwards when I do that. So can I really... Just put some intentionality into lengthening the spine gently. Keeping the eyes open. Really valuing the in-breath, which is the energizing Nourishment of wakefulness. Just as the out-breath is the releasing, subsiding, support for restfulness. And as we settle into the postures we've chosen, you may also just like to sense, oh, is there any kind of gentle movement in the body that just helps support either restfulness or wakefulness? Sometimes we notice, oh, just a little bit of rolling the shoulders or just freeing of the neck. A little bit of turning of the hands or softening of the tongue, raising and then releasing the eyebrows, loosening the jaw. yes. Sensing, sensing into restfulness and wakefulness. And as we've... Begun exploring already on this retreat and will continue to do so. The theme of grounding so helpful, so supportive as a practice, midst inner and outer turbulence. It's really one way of perceiving this orientation of restfulness. And so it is about becoming interested in the sensations of the body resting on the floor resting whatever on whatever you're sitting on and so taking time really to receive those sensations of contact into consciousness kind of drink in the sensations of tingling, of gentle pressure, a kind of fuzzy or fizzy sensations that tell you that your feet are on the floor or your knees are on the floor. That your sit bones, that your buttocks are on the seat, if they are. This is a practice of listening to sensations. A practice of receptivity that lingers with and fully hosts those sensations of contact with that which is steadying, that which is grounding, that which is supportive. Maybe you can, can feel and allow the weight of your limbs, the weight of feet and legs, the gentle weight of hands and arms. And and this is a practice, this requires again and again consciously releasing into the sense of ground, giving the limbs to gravity, giving the body to gravity. Allowing the body to rest to the extent that it's willing to in this moment. So helpful to give time to this. Sometimes we can have a a kind of Belief that actually I should take the attention straight to the breath when I start to meditate. Actually, it will really help mindfulness of breathing, if that's the practice we choose to do. Really to linger with the sense of grounding, first of all. Taking our seat, here and now. In presence and sometimes uh, just to do that after a period of a lot of busyness and stress even just for a few moments can make the mind more drowsy because the heart, the nervous system starts to realize that it's being given permission to rest. And, you know, honoring that, not, not making a problem out of that. And you may choose just to balance that restfulness with this uprightness, which the Buddha also recommended and spoke of often. This this tallness of the body. Perhaps you can find that place where the weight of the body is Resting on the sit bones, if you're sitting in this mind, you can find that sweet spot where the body has a natural uprightness. It's not something to get agitated with trying to find, but just you could gently play with that orientation and sense oh, yeah. There is a kind of uprightness that doesn't take a lot of muscle tension and effort. If you're standing, you may also find that place where there is a natural uprightness with the weight of the body balanced over the balls of the feet and the heels. If you're lying down, there can be both the restfulness, deep restfulness, and the wakefulness of hands in the air, and a long spine. And letting these these axes support a spacious awareness, a spacious presence that holds the whole field of body sensations in a friendly allowing. Maybe we can sense how the inner experience of the body is that the edges are very diffuse. There's a kind of just a dissolving into space. No clear edges. And just seeing if there can be that kind of spacious awareness that can... Really pervade the whole sense of your body as it sits or stands or lies with a sense of friendly presence, warm, allowing, and appreciative. We can notice the difference between mere attention and mindfulness as really being about the attitude with which we're sensing the body. And what what warms attention into mindfulness is this these kind of qualities of friendliness, allowing interest and appreciation. But can there be a sense as you sit or stand or lie and feel the body breathing? Can there be a a gentle appreciation, even a gentle enjoyment of that? What's it like to appreciate and even enjoy the freshness of the in-breath? The release of the out-breath. the sense of pausing in the space before the next in-breath. Letting the sense of gentle appreciation and enjoyment be really what we're cultivating moment by moment. Rather than trying to get it right or trying to make my attention stay somewhere. What happens if we make this practice one of appreciating and gently enjoying Sitting and breathing. Or standing and breathing. Lying down and breathing. And an encouragement on this retreat is, if we practice mindfulness of breathing, to keep the awareness spacious. Always to keep this larger sense of the body, the whole body, the space around the body, as... The ground, the context for our practice. It may be that you do choose to let breathing be the foreground, or it may be that actually more steadying for you right now is to have the feet as the foreground. Or the seat as the foreground. Or the hands as the foreground. But whichever doesn't really matter at all which you choose. Whichever it is keeping the sense of the whole body as the context and close by as the field of awareness. And it may be that actually it's the whole body that right now feels like the most helpful. Foreground with which to be intimate, moment by moment, breath by breath. Letting that choice be guided by a sense of what is most restful and wakeful in this moment. And as we practice in this way, we may notice that one or more of the themes we've been exploring needs renewing, needs refreshing. It may be the sense of grounding, actually the nervous system could do with just lingering in that orientation to ground. The support of that, the steadiness of that. Or it could be the sense of uprightness that actually Is really asking for renewal, refreshment, embodiment in the long spine, a sense of wakefulness. Almost certainly we'll find that the spacious awareness that holds the whole whole body will keep contracting, will keep shrinking. It'll get contracted around a thought or around a sensation or just a sense of sleepiness or restlessness. And so just again and again, letting the awareness expand. To include. And we may well notice that the, the attitude gets dulled into a kind of familiarity or a lack of interest, even a sense of aversion or judgment. And then just patiently renewing the sense of appreciation and gentle enjoyment of feet, seat, hands, breathing, whole body. So just renewing these intentions moment by moment as your sense is helpful in your cultivation of restfulness and wakefulness. in the last minute or so of this practice, just really deepening your embodiment of whatever, whichever of these intentions feels most helpful to you in this moment. And when you hear the sound of the bell, just letting that too be received with spacious awareness. So not needing to contract down and start getting busy again. Just more spaciously hosting the sound until it dissolves into silence. And then maybe again, sensing how your body might want to move right now. Maybe there's a stretch that wants to come from the inside out or a rolling of the shoulders or some deep yawns or whatever would be supportive. Thank you for your presence and practice during that that period. Those who've been on retreat at Gaia House and similar centers before will know that the, the rhythm of practice, the rhythm particularly of what we could call formal practice, during such retreats is alternating periods of sitting and walking meditation and it's really the kind of uh, combination of the two that can very powerfully uh, deepen our embodiment of mindfulness and of the the attitudes and orientations that it involves and so on this, this retreat, um, really an encouragement to give as much wholeheartedness to periods of walking meditation as to the periods of sitting. Um, often, I think, many people don't really do walking meditation except when they're at retreat centers or on a, a day retreat. And yet it's such a valuable practice in daily life. Such a valuable practice. You know, there are there are many mind states that are much better walked with than sat with. If you think about anxiety or anger, fear, or even insomnia. And it can be very helpful to walk with any of these. Be very kind of digestive and supportive for kind of bringing awareness into the midst of these kind of experiences. And so we really do want in in over these days to to support you uh, in walking practice if that's something that you are uh, willing and inclined to explore. Honoring as always the particular limitations or capacities of our, our body and our energy at this time. Um, But we thought that now might be a good time, um, just to kind of orient to a walking path, if you're going to to do walking meditation during this retreat. Um, We've got about 20 minutes before jaya will be guiding us in in some qigong. Um, But just to get you kind of uh, thinking, reflecting um, where are you going to choose as your walking path during this retreat? (laughs) It may be that you're fortunate enough to be able to go outside for that, like you might at Gaia house or somewhere similar. And that you've got a, a space where you can in a relatively secluded place, do walking meditation and, you know feel the 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 blessing of being outdoors open air and in nature um or it may be that actually you you will choose or you need to walk indoors um and so there may be a kind of uh the traversing of a room that that you can do um uh as, as usual, one, one wants really to aim for a kind of pathway of, say, 10 to ten to 12 paces if you are um, walking in a straight line. Though you can walk the length of a yoga mat, <laughs> you know, make that your path. <laughs> um, or indeed, you may have the sort of setup or the sort of uh, experience previous experience that inclines you towards walking in a circle for the walking practice. And all of these, there's no hierarchy of paths, all of them equally good. It's whatever will really support you in slowing down, being present, uh, taking time to ground and to walk mindfully as best you can. And uh, I often think this practice should really be called standing and walking practice (laughs) because the standing moments are just as valuable as the walking moments, you know? And so to have that sense, okay, I stand at one end of the path and I'm walking, I stand at the other end of the path and then I turn around and I stand again, or I've got halfway along the path and I hear the sound of a bird and I just want to stop and really let that in, soak up that loveliness. And so you, you stand there and make that part of your practice. Or you're walking and you feel the, the urge for a cup of tea come up. And you, you know that you could just end up kind of swerving towards the kettle. And you just, so you just pause and you stand. And you say, okay, what am I practicing here? Okay, I'm practicing mindfulness of walking. Okay, let's, let's see if I can stay here or I really need a cup of tea and I'm going to make that part of my practice to to walk to the cattle and to be mindful for that. So that we kind of have this uh, conscious choice and responsiveness as we practice. Um, So we, as I say, we've now got about 15 minutes and just an invitation to use these 15 minutes to find a walking path and to to walk up and down or walk round and round a, f- a few times slowly mindfully and just kind of acclimatize to it and establish it as a as a reference point for your your practice during this this session um, and um you We will ring a bell for uh, in 15 minutes or just before 15 minutes to invite you back to the uh, session for Qigong. But if you're outside and you're away from the computer, you'll need just to keep some eye on clock time so that you uh, can come back and Jaya will begin the, um, uh, the Qigong session with some kind of introductory comments. Um, let's see one question just come in about informal walking practice and that's that's really fine as well informal practice i think what we would suggest is that you do also include some kind of formal walking where you have that container for intentionality so so certain walking periods during the day where there's a sense of okay I'm, this is a really kind of dedicated period of formal practice and then you may do informal walking at another time. But as with all of this, it's very much your, your choice. Okay, so some minutes to enjoy walking practice.